Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. The seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Oh, well, no Badge and Sats. Those two bludgers are off tonight. It's uh, the Rats, Matt Rogers and Jason Matthews hey, here. Yes. Hello, mate. Hey, mate. How are you? I'm good. We've got some intelligence uh, in the Sports <laughs> Day studio tonight in you, well, I mean. I hope my kids are listening. Mate, <laughs> how good, we're just talking about it off here. How good's Badge got it? He's like a miner, four yeah. weeks on, four weeks off. Probably on minor wages too. Oh, incredibly so. Higher than that. <laughs> well, my, when I say minor wages, I mean As coal in, minor wages, yeah, yeah, yeah. not minor. In the old days. In the old days, yeah. yeah. Not, not uh, now. And Scotty Sattle, of course, has taken his birthday off. Oh. How old is he, you reckon? Mate, what do you, you do that when you're about seven or eight years old. I yeah. mean, not when you're 63. But do you know where he's gone? Where? Uh, Penrith. Oh, I mean, he is the Prince of Penrith. So I rang today because he's such a jerk. He just loves <laughs> he loves walking around Penrith, and people don't know who he is, so he tells them. He shows them the video on oh, YouTube. that tackle. Yeah, and yeah. He, he's sitting there. I'm sitting at a sandwich shop today, and someone coming up and asked me for my photo. It's like, right, because you probably asked them to take the photo. <laughs> yeah, mate. So anyway, yeah, he's spending his birthday. 51 today. Oh, 51, that's wow. Jeez, he doesn't look at doesn't look a day over 60. No. Jeez, he's struggling with his uh, elbow to that much. Big Bash returns tonight. Looking forward to this. Sydney Thunder versus the Stars in the ACT. So, big game. Uh, no Davey Warner for the Sydney, Sydney, Sydney Thunder tonight because he's uh, preparing for the first test against South Africa at the Gabba on Saturday. And, geez, what about that shocking abuse uh, towards Candace Warner when she was with the kids in Adelaide. The, this ma- is not on, is it? It makes my blood boil. It really does. I mean, look, we, we want fans to go and enjoy the game, you know, and, and when they get a chance, interact with the players, but have some respect. I mean, for a, for a wife and a mother to be at a game of cricket supporting her husband and get abused by fans, I mean, they should be singled out and banned. That, yeah, those, those people. I mean, it's just... No matter what you think of Dave Warner, that's overstepping the line. Oh, absolutely. I mean, to, to, to abuse his wife um, is one thing. That, that's over the line. But then to abuse his wife while she's with the kids, mm. to have the mm. kids subjected to that rubbish mm. from fans. I mean, look, fans sometimes overstep the mark uh, on social media. Um, and that needs to be, you know, stamped mm. out as well. But to do it in person, um, you know, yeah, with kids right. in pre- with kids present, it's just it's ridiculous. And um, you know, I'm glad Cricket Australia offered them. I mean, they've, she's knocked it back. She's knocked it back. Um, I'd be scared of Candace just quietly. Oh, mate, she, she's a <laughs> send the guns she's a on beast, her. Mate. Yeah. She's a, whoa, 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 whoa! You can't no, no, I'm, no I'm, you I mean, can't call no. her. A, you can't call <laughs> a, a lovely lady a beast. Mate, she's a good friend of my wife's. So I know Candace, <laughs> and she is just uh, she is a great human being. I mean, she's she's been through her own challenges, and and, and you know she did that show SAS. Yeah. I mean, oh, how good was she? I, I don't I don't know about you, but I, I've watched that show SAS, and like. A good friend of mine who I grew up with is is very close friends, really close friends with Mark Philippoussis. 
Mm. My opinion of Mark Philippoussis after that show yeah. changed completely. I think that show does a great job of yeah, giving us a real person and mm-hmm. not us not seeing, you know, the you know press like yourself who tarnish players. No, we actually. No. You're calling me press now. So Candace is a beast and I'm a press I'm part of the press corps. Jeez, I don't like no, you. What, what I'm saying is I, I, know. I love the way that show yeah. just peels away the layers and you get to see the person. Yeah. Um, what about the sprinter? Uh, um, oh, what's her name? She's just become a mom. She's a, she's a doctor. and I've, Oh, yeah, I know, I know, I know. I, I changed my opinion of her yeah, as well. Yeah, big time. And, mate, I... I'll, I'll be I'll be brutally honest. Like I retired twelve years ago. Yeah, Survivor did that for me. Yeah. So Survivor allowed yeah. Australia into my life as a person, yeah. not as a footballer. Yeah. And you know that's why I, I believe that why I, I got a deal to write a, write my book. Yeah. You know that's uh, you can buy in all good bookstores. If I, you want. I'm going to talk to you about that. By the way, <laughs> uh, I can't. Great Christmas I can't, present. You know what? I can't look at you because you've got glitter. On your moustache. Oh, well, I don't want to know. Save it. I, I'll ask you more questions as to why your upper lip is shining. <laughs> this is Sports Day. Thanks to Kia, the seven-seat Kia Sorento large SUV. Uh, it's great. The seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, no Badge and Sats. Matty Rogers, Jason Matthews here tonight. You can rely on your local Repco authorised service set of footy update. So you're saying that that glitter uh, came from your bedroom. Yeah. Right, that, okay. That, that, that explains came, it. No, I, I don't know where it came from, mm. to be honest. I might have to question my <laughs> wife about why there's glitter in my bedroom. But uh, my Christmas I was moving some, maybe. I was moving yeah. some stuff around and it all puffed up in my face. It's like a glitter bomb. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know what's going on in the Rogers household. Former no. Melbourne Storm Premiership winner and new Dolphins captain Jesse Bromwich has finally disclosed the real reason that made him sign with the Expanse Club. I didn't know anyone was asking, but we've found out. He says, quote, unquote, I think the main reason why I chose the Dolphins was the opportunity to start something from the start. <laughs> well, that's generally where something starts. At the beginning. Right at the, the start. start. Yeah, yeah. So, um, he, no, he wanted to be involved in a club, a new club. He wanted to create a legacy for players that come after him. And I mean, you're involved with the Titans. That. I get that. I, I left uh, a very lucrative year of rugby and, and took a substantial pay cut to be there for the start of the Titans. I didn't want to come in late and not be a part of that mm. feeling and a, a part of that group. So I do understand it. Probably not worded the best way, though. No. No, start, no. Started something from the start. start. Yeah, no. Yeah, what yeah. was that like, though? I mean, Sats quite often mentions on air that you were like a second coach well, we had in a that pretty, Titans team. We had a pretty ragtag bunch. You know, we had a few key players, you know, your Luke Bailey's, your Presto's, myself, Princey. But, you know, we had a we had a, a lot of offcuts from... Mark Minicello. All over the league. My favourite you know, South uh, player he was. Well, he was great, Minnie. Um, but we... Mate, I'll tell you what, we, we, we committed together, we dug in together, we knew that, you know, no one was going to give us a hope. Um, I think we won our second game, we played the Sharks. Mm. Um, Greg Bird ran all over me that night. I, I finished with a, <laughs> with a crack stern and a broken cheekbone. <laughs> wow. Uh, thanks, Birdie. Um, but, yeah, that, that we, we were committed as a group. Um, Billy Johnson was our trainer. No one was even, mate, he used to call alcohol poison. He goes, you put that poison into your body, it's going to come back and bite you. And, Mate, no one, everyone was terrified to touch a drink during the week because we, every training session was brutal. Mm. You can create, and, and the Dolphins are going to have this because, I mean, look, they've got a couple of quality players. They're probably on the back end of 
their career, but they're going to they're, they're, they're going to have an us versus the world mentality. Yep. And well, uh, no one's expecting them to do anything, right? No. So they can come out and and really you know throw caution to the wind. And look, they've got now arguably one of you know the greatest coach of all mm. time at the helm. So he'll yeah, know think, he'll know how to get them ready. Oh, I reckon you can expect some surprises. Yeah. Eels co-captain King Gutho Clint Gutherson in an interview with Nine has spoken on claims the Eels premiership window has closed or, or, or he's dealing with the rumours that it's closed. He's here somewhere. I think our premiership window's been closed for the last 15 years, so uh, we don't really pay too much attention to what other people say. We we trust that the club and um, Brad and the staff are putting the squad together that they think they um, can win it. So is Gutho saying they're not going to win a premiership? Well, he's been saying that the premiership window has been closed for 15 years sarcastically, but he's right. Right. It has been closed. I, you, I didn't really give him much hope last year, and I don't think, you know, you lose, you know, Papali'i on the edge, yep. their best edge player. You lose your nine. Um, Reed, yep. he's, you know, he's off. Uh, yeah, that Gutho, your window's closed. Yeah, wow. So not a... I love Gutho. I mean, yeah, yeah, I would yeah. love 13 of him yep. playing for me. Yeah. The effort yep. and what he gets out of himself, yep. uh, brilliant. Um, and you would expect that to come from him as the captain. But Still yeah. think they're top four? No. No? no, I don't think it's so. got to be top eight, though. They've still got some talent there. Yeah, I think they're a top eight side. I mean, they've got a good halves combo. When the whips start cracking, I, I just don't think they're going to be able to match the top teams. All right. Well, they definitely struggled in that grand final, didn't they, for expert mm. car service. Book into your local Repco authorised service centre. This is Sports Day, the seven-seat Kia Sorento large SUV. The seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, welcome back to Sports Day, Sats and Jace here. Uh, time to talk rugby league, Sats. We're talking to some of the, the coaches in the NRL, seeing how preseason's going, see if we can get some inside goss, whether they'll slip up and tell us something we're not meant to know. This guy is going to his second season as a head coach. Remind me, Sats, his first game, though, wasn't it he had to do it on an iPad because he had COVID. Was that his yeah. foot? Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully it's a bit different for him in 2023. <laughs> Craig Fitzgibbon, Cronulla Sharks head coach. Thanks for joining us on Sports Day. No worries, fellas. Thanks for having me. How is the? How is it? What's the difference between preparing for your first season as head coach and now going into your second season? Big difference? Uh, yeah, it is. It is in um, uh, clarity on... Um, we kept uh, basically most of our staff are existing, so you know you've already built those relationships, which was um, that gives you a head start. You've got a good handle on your playing group, so that gives you another head start, and then you sort of you've got a rough idea of how you want your program to work. So it does have its advantages, but um, obviously the, the freshness of being new coming in has also got a set of advantages that you can work with as well. Fitzy, how many players at the World Cup for the Sharkies? Six. Six. So. Uh, how difficult it been, as Jay said, in your second year, but with the training schedule, with some players not returning till I would think, early January, how hard's that been to juggle? Yeah, kind of kind of three programs running there, to be honest with you. What happens is you have um, a young crew who are obviously young in training age and haven't had many pre-seasons. They sort of come in and get things underway. And you have a couple of weeks to, to get them up to speed for when the main crew come back, uh, which was you know a couple of weeks ago. Now we get those guys back, and then obviously um, you have to build uh, the young the young guys into the program when the the, new, the old guys come back in. And then obviously after Christmas you gotta um, you gotta drop the World Cup players back in. So it's a bit of management there, but it's um, 
yeah, it's all still in the building phase at this stage of the pre-season, so it's kind of been all right. I know you're a very humble guy. You've got great humility. You don't want to obviously have a go at the selection process. So, But purely just from a rugby league perspective, Fitzy, you've been around the game a long time. I mean, you and I both conceived in dressing sheds. So um, <laughs> Nico Hines, Dallium winner of the year. Were you surprised that he didn't win a jersey on that on that tour? Oh, I would have loved to have seen him earn one. Um, obviously, in a, a representative environment, um, the thing for Nico was he obviously didn't play um, didn't play State of Origin, so yep. um, maybe that worked against him. And obviously, uh, they do go tend to go with the incumbents. But there was a couple of fresh, there was quite a few fresh faces in there, so I would have loved to have seen him get a uh, get an opportunity. But it wasn't to be. But it's also selfishly looking at the advantage of that because it's mm-hmm. going to make him even more hungry to go fight again for it, mate. So it works out, um, works out good for us, I think. But I, I would have I liked to have seen him get a shot. When the Dallium night finishes last year, Fitz, you did, how much satisfaction do you and your coaches like, yeah, Steve Price, great man, great coach, how much satisfaction do you and your coaching team get when one of your players is crowned the player of the, of the season of the entire competition? Yeah, it was. Um, it filled everyone in the club with pride. Um, obviously, none more so than Nico. And um, just uh, the, the, the confidence that he did have, um, obviously, to come into a new club and a new position, and um, you know, take a take a stranglehold on the team, and um, and end up with the Dally M's a, was a remarkable achievement. But you know, obviously, a lot of work from the staff and the club and and his teammates go into that um, that Dally M. And Nico is really appreciative of that. He understands it was. Um, he understands it was a team effort there, but geez, he, um, he was yeah, he had a remarkable season and he's hungry. He's coming hungry again for more this year. So I'm looking forward to see how he goes. Yeah, from all reports, a special kid off the field as well. Uh, good part about the Sharkies, and I commented quite uh, quite regularly last year, Fitzy, that you've got this, this gluttony of, of depth in some key positions uh, at, at the Sharkies. And young Kay Dykes, who comes from really good stock himself, he's... He's in the waiting at the moment because you've got a very good player in Will Kennedy. Is it a matter of Kay Dykes just being patient? Um, no, we'll try and know. Um, you never know when your opportunity comes, right? Like uh, we um, with, with Dykesy last year, he, he was dominating at a New South Wales Cup level, but he's, he's incredibly young. And um, there's a balance on throwing him straight in because it's not like a... Uh, an outside back position with all due respects there's a lot of decision making in the fullback role as you know with defence and a bit of strategy comes into it with attack so there's a lot of learning um, in those positions so um, the thing with Dykes I will add is he's, um, he's got definitely got the right attitude and he's definitely got the tools so it, it shapes up for a um, for a good battle in, in future years but he'll um, you know Dykes will be in control of how much footy he plays by how he prepares and performs and same with Wilt so it's, um, it's a good position to be in and um, yeah I'm looking really excited by Dykes you know he's um, yeah, come and shot out of the ground last year yeah good depth and in the halves as well because I read uh, with interest uh, you know obviously coming from Penrith the Penrith club another Penrith junior Katoa's gone to the Dolphins and you've been able to secure young uh, Peru who's over uh, 20 years of age he plays in the halves uh, what can you tell us about him and what can the fans Expect to see from him in the coming years. Again, young, um, young, developing spine player, and um, I think uh, I think Nephi's come straight in and fitted, you know, he's fitted into the system pretty quickly, and um, he's quite confident. And, and one thing I like about him, and um, you know, I thought 
uh, you know, obviously Penrith had a, a surplus of halves there, and mm. we were lucky to lucky to get our hands on Nephi there. But um, yeah, the thing you like about him is he's got he's got the guts to make plays. You know, you want to, when you look at your halves or, or spine players, you you want them to want the ball and dominate. You want them to try and um, make plays, and he's got that in spades. And you know, he's again he's only young and developing, so. We'll um, we'll work hard and work hard with me fine, go slow there, but um he's definitely got some promise. Hey Fitzy, last year, great season, first year of uh, head coach at the Sharks, finished second in the regular season, unfortunately knocked out at the semi final stage last year. What did you learn as a coach? Uh and what did the players learn from from exiting the finals and the semis? I learned that it bloody hurt. <laughs> <laughs> It, um, no, nah, it's really, uh, yeah, look, probably a, a combination of the back end of our year. Um, a lot of things go on, as you know, um, from you know, behind the scenes. A lot of a lot of elements go into getting everything right. I just didn't think we got everything right at the back end of the year. And then when the pressure of the semis hits, you know, players coming back from injury, underdone, um, combination time. There's a, there's a lot of elements that go into it. We fell short, I thought, in the back half of the year, and then that sort of that sort of caught up with us when the pressure really hit. So, plenty of lessons in it, but um, it was also a great experience. A lot of players never mm. played semi-finals, so that's um, you know, obviously the, the bit of taste that leaves in your mouth can also be a good a good fire for next year. And but we start again, you know, like it's not, we're not sitting here um, with an expectation or, or we're not assuming we're playing semis. We've got to go and earn the right to play semis by how we pref- uh, perform this year. So we're just going, you know, back to square one and away we go again. Well, they've definitely got the right man leading them. And yourself played in plenty of finals. Now off the field, off the field, Fitzy, you love your surfing. Did you do much over the pre-season or the off-season, I should say? Yeah, did it did as much as I could, Sats, to try and stop the wheels from spinning, mate. Was, um, obviously, you need a wind down, and you, it's pretty hard to escape it where you, you're invested so heavily. But it was good. I got away with my son, um, went on a surf trip with them, and then my wife and daughters met me um, after a week with the boys, and um, yeah, just a surfing holiday, just to try and uh, recharge the batteries, which I have done, and yeah, back on the tools now, and I'm um, enjoying that. Many of the players go and go surfing with the coach, or is that a no-no? Um, no, no, we've had a couple. Where we had a we had a bit of footy camp preseason, and a few of the boys surf. So I've had a couple of surfs with them, but um, most of the time, um, the boys get out of here a little bit earlier than the staff mate. So it's pretty hard to, to organise our schedules to clash. But um, yeah, it's funny. Um, uh, funny enough, actually, a former player um who used to surf, Mitch Alderson, he, he ended up yep. bumped in. He, he uh he ended up coming over some surf. So it was um, it's good to see. It's good to see him, but yeah, the players do surf a little bit. Like to surf with them a little bit more often, but it's quite difficult. Yeah, Mitch Orbison is a surfer from way back. Lennox Heads now, uh, excluding a premiership, Fitzy. What's one wish Craig Fitzgibbon wants for Christmas to come through Ex- next year? Oh, wow! Excluding a premiership. Excluding a premiership because everyone's going to say win a premiership. What else is so, there? Yeah, fair enough. Oh, I want to want to do better than last year. There you go. Look at that. <laughs> yeah, you want Nico Hines to to be wrapped in cotton wool after every game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, mate. Good luck with uh, for the season next year. Let's hope you do go uh, further than those uh, semi-finals. It was an impressive first year. Fitzy, outstanding job uh, as head coach of the Sharks. I know everyone on the Shire is excited about next year. Good luck. Thanks for joining us on Sports Day. All good, mate.
the seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Uh, stream every NFL game this season live on NFL Game Pass. Visit nflgamepass.com. Who do you follow in the oh, NFL, 40, Matty Rogers? Massive 49ers fan and have been since I was about five years old. My dad came back from L.A., uh, end of season trip, and he brought back Niners had just won the premiership, brought yep. back uh, the the flag and or whatever you call it, the yep. Super Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> brought me back all the gear, and I have been ever since. Been over to a few games, and they are on fire at the moment. And Brock Purdy, uh, their new quarterback, is uh, he's lighting it up. So I'm very finally, excited. finally, I've got someone who might buy my Jared Hayne no, San Francisco. I, I, mate, no, I, I never bought one. Damn I went it. to a game while he was playing, and oh, my mate, this, mate, and we went onto the field. Um, but I didn't go to, I didn't go because of him. It was through uh, a friend of mine who knows the, the GM of the Niners and, uh, mate, I just, it only I, cost me 200 bucks. Come on. I'll take, and he's 20. like, go over, go over there and see Jared. I'm like, I'm not going anywhere near him. Like, Oh wow. Not even, okay. Well, let's not talk about that on it. Yeah. Well, not that I didn't like him. I just didn't know him. Like we're not mates. So I'm not going to just, you didn't know him go, at all. Oh, I'm right, here. No. Well, I used to towel him up when we played. Power. Oh, there it is. There it is. There's the real reason. <laughs> hey, um, still a good effort, though, to make. Oh, mate. A starting side. Well, I mean, that is one of the all-time great efforts of an Australian athlete. Mm. Like, what people don't understand is the amount of people trying to get into that no. league and for him to get a spot on a roster, yeah. it is it is almost unbelievable. Mm. Um, unless, you know, it's, you know, when we saw it. Mm. But if you said it was going to happen to someone else, you wouldn't believe it. I will take 20 bucks though, for my Jared Hayne, uh, San Francisco 49ers jumper, if anyone's keen. Just different different story for Jordan Mylata, who went over there to IMG oh. Academy and has yeah. now just signed a $58 million four-year deal or something, playing left tackle for the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, so. I'm not happy about that, by the way, being a Dallas Cowboys fan. Yeah, well, same division, right? We're 10-3 and three and we're in second spot. Yeah, I know. And, and what about Tampa? They're like 7-7 seven and seven and they're... 6-7 and seven or something. And they're winning their division. I know. It's insane. It's a stupid it's a, system. It's a, it's a weird system, I but uh, I love it. And uh, the, my Niners are going well. My wife, massive Bills tragic. Her sister oh, lives really? in Buffalo, married. She's gone to many games over there. And massive Patriot haters, massive Tom Brady haters because yeah, they're, they're yeah. Bills yeah. fans. But, um, mate, I love it. It's my could be going back, you know. It's actually my favourite sport. Yeah, I love it. I, I, I woke at, up at 4 o'clock yep. yesterday morning because I've got the game pass to watch yep. the Cowboys. Yeah, right. And then I woke up at 4 o'clock again this morning. It's not going well. What were you watching this morning? I watched White. We don't want to know what's going on. No, White Lotus. <laughs> Have you seen oh, that? Oh, I've heard it's good. Oh, I've watched man. season one. Mate, season two is better. Oh, wow. Get home. It's only seven episodes. Oh, I'm into it. It's set in Sicily. Oh, it's I'm amazing. excited. Big Bash gets underway tonight. Mentioned about that earlier. Sydney Thunder taking on the Melbourne Stars. Thursday night, the Brisbane Heat start their season off in the heats against uh, the Melbourne Renegades in Cairns. Of course, the Gabba unavailable, getting prepared for the first test against South Africa, which starts Saturday. Sam Billings will make his debut. Sam Billings. Uh, yeah, for the Heat. Um, arguably, probably the best T20 batsman in the world. That's a big get. Um, also got uh, Ross Whiteley. Um, they will bolster that batting lineup. Uzi Kawaja, Marta Slavishan, and Michael Nisa will be out, obviously, due to the test team. Yep. So, geez, Queensland cricket's going well at the moment. Marnisla- oh, what about what about Matthew Hayden's call? One of the greatest calls of all time. Marnus is batting. He goes, Marnus Labashane dipping his chips into the run gravy. <laughs> <laughs> that was... How good's Channel 7 going in oh, the commentary? Mate, very good. I, I, yeah. I actually like it over Fox. 
to tell you the truth. Yeah, well, I'm, I mean, I love Ponding's comments. There, there are a lot of Langer. There are a lot of good, smart cricketers on mm. the call team on both sides. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm, I'm, I can take either one. The rugby league's different. I'm, I'm all over Fox. Um, when it comes to whose lifestyle I want, I want Mark Walls. What's his lifestyle? Tell oh, me about it. Owns racehorses, hunting, yeah. <laughs> rich. Calling cricket. Calling cricket. That's it. Yeah, he's living the dream. He's, he's, I don't think he's ever sweated in his <laughs> right. life. No, he's like, he's just Mr. Relax. I'm sure a couple of innings in the middle up there on the subcontinent. Oh, he would have, have, yeah. <laughs> Against the windies. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I saw a video of him during the week. He's watching on his phone whilst calling a race. And yeah, his right. horse got pipped on the post. Oh. Unlucky. This is Sports State. Seven-seat Kia Sorento Large SUV. Uh, greatest sporting moments of 2022. We've got 12 of them, Matt. Right. And tonight, we get to our second one. They're in no order, but this is a great story. We'll get to it next. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Yeah, welcome back to it. No Badge, no Sats. Matty Rogers, Jason Matthews uh, in the studio. Uh, it's nice not to be called Woogie uh, tonight as well. Uh, thank you. I appreciate you respecting my name. <laughs> no worries, Jason. I'll tell you. <laughs> I, um, we're looking at the greatest Australian sporting moments of 2022. Last night, we kicked this off, Rat, with um, Steph Gilmore. She won oh, her what eighth. What a moment. Mate, I, I asked Sats... Will, will she ever match Kelly Slater? The 11. Mate, there are so many talented young female surfers out there. I mean, she and she, she came from fifth. I mean, I in the playoff, like yeah. the, in the playoff yeah, we section, went through that she, last it night. was she knocked everyone off. phenomenal. Like, you know, I mean, yeah, look, there, there are so many fantastic female surfers and the way they are surfing now, it is just so good to watch. Um, it's going to be, if she does, uh, it, it is it is easily easily um, you know the, on par with what Kelly Slater has done, given the the people that she's had to surf against. And, and yeah, that's right. Um, and you're right. There are so many great female surfers. I mean, she's equaled or gone past now. Lane Beachley. Yeah, she's arguably the greatest female surfer of all time now. Well, I think she is. Yeah. She has to be. She, yeah, um, eight I mean, world titles. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no, that, right? <laughs> I mean, it was Lane prior to that. Um, but you, you could argue, you know, would you know, the, the, the style of surfing now compared to when Lane surfed, it's like, I mean, look, it changes. I mean, you, you watch rugby league 50 years ago to, the to now. Not that Lane surfed 50 years ago. Sorry, Lane, if you're listening. Yeah, you're on fire. You've, but, you've, but, you've, you've, you've called Candace a beast <laughs> and now you're, you're calling Lane no, an old no, pensioner. I love Lane. She's awesome. <laughs> she um, is awesome. But, yeah, I mean, it, it's just the, the standards have just improved. The and boards it's, are different. The too. boards are different. You know, the, the women now, I mean, back when Lane surfed, and this is this is a sad indictment on where sport was that many years ago. Mm. I mean, surf goes bad, get the guys out, throw the girls in. Yeah, right. That doesn't happen anymore. Yeah, no. Well, I mean, the, the, I, I think the men are prioritised over the women, but they won't put the women out in bad surf. No. And they have many of their own standalone events yep. where they'll surf, you know, yep. the best waves on the planet. Yep. You know, the dream tour, they call it. Yeah, Which, yeah. It, which it is. All right. Well, listen, tonight we're... Uh, Focusing in on the great Ash Barty. Uh, started off early in the year and and it was January. She won the Australian Open. Um, the, the tournament she wanted to win, the story of Ash, as we all know and love, started off in Ipswich. She made Australian Open debut at the age of 15 in 2012. Uh, won a few doubles titles before announcing a hiatus from the game in 2014. And as you may remember, took up cricket playing for the Brisbane Heat. How good. And did pretty well at it. She returned to tennis 
in 2016, quickly climbed up the rankings, uh, winning her first Grand Slam at the French Open in 2019. That was amazing. But you, you Amazing forgot, win. You forgot uh, Brookwater, uh, women's club champion too, golfer. I know. Like she's, uh, yeah, she's, she's handy, isn't she? Yeah, she's a freak, mate. She went out of the game again for another 11 months, returned and steadily won tournaments, leading to a Wimbledon victory as well. Became the first Australian woman to win the title since Yvonne Goulagon-Corley in uh, 1980. Uh, all the titles, though, were building towards her dream uh, of winning her home uh, Grand Slam, and that's exactly what she did. destiny is fulfilled this is just a dream come true for me and i'm i'm so proud to be an aussie so thank you so much everyone we'll see you next time and then in march she announced her retirement Isn't you believe amazing? them it just just to have the courage to like i mean as an athlete it's you can sometimes get wrapped in in the athlete is who you are yeah that's obviously not ash barty mm. you know she's just you know just a unique human being who's Achieved so much, but, you know, okay, I've done that. Now what else am I going to do? Well, and, of course, last night uh, she picked up for the fifth consecutive year the highest medal you can win at the Australian Tennis Awards, the Newcomb Medal. Yeah. So she's she's just an out-and-out fantastic lady, woman. Well, wait, that's that's the thing. It's not just, you know, you see some athletes, you know, like, like the Kobe Bryants of the world. Yeah. You know what I mean? There are athletes out there, they achieve so much, but they are hard-nosed and they're hard to get an insight into. She's just so open. Yeah. So lovely. So humble. Yep. You know, just a, a beautiful human being and just a great Australian and deservedly one of the top sporting moments of I, the year. I hope she stays in the public light as well because I reckon she's got so much to give to Indigenous Australia. Yeah. And also to sport in this country well, Young as women, well. you know. What yeah, a, what absolutely. A role model, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, it's, women's sport is just... In such a healthy spot right now, and it's because of women like Ash and the Lane Beachleys and the Steph Gilmores mm. who have mm. gone out there and, and done this stuff prior to them and just, you know, given them a platform. Well done. Ash Barty uh, has made the list of the great sporting moments of 2022. Young ladies, if you're listening to Sports Day, I know you are, can I suggest you look at Ash Barty as a role model rather than a contestant on Love Island, okay? That's the kind of uh, role model you want. Is that correct, Matt? Oh, don't even get me started on the This is Sports television. Day, the seven-seat <laughs> Kia Sereno large SUV. We're like a couple of old blokes yelling at a cloud. Uh, back in a moment, want to talk about the book, and we'll get into some weather on the way as well. The seven-seat Kia Sorento, Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Available now at your nearest Kia dealer. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Matt Rogers uh, in the studio tonight in for Sats, who's holidaying in Penrith for his birthday. He's getting the 9.20 flight home from Sydney tonight. That's what you want. You want a Jetstar flight for your birthday, don't you? Straight out of Penrith. Yeah. Straight out of Penrith. <laughs> His flight's from Penrith International Airport. Straight into the Goldie. Uh, New Farm Australian through and through. If you're listening in Dolby on Hot Country, the Dolby Diehards Rugby League Club. Ever played them, Matt? No, I haven't. No, I, I, I tell you, you did play for the Diehards, wasn't it? Um, McCulloch. Andrew McCulloch? Oh, we did? He grew up oh, in Dolby. Bruce, oh, Brisbane Bronco, Andrew McCullough. Oh, and, St. George, Shragginton. And also Bo Fermo is from Dolby. wonder if he played for the diehards as well. Yeah, yeah Andrew McCulloch did. Yeah, there yeah, you go. Sure. Uh, and he, actually, he's back working with the Broncos and doing uh, a lot of work in that community uh, as well. So good old Macca retiring in Queensland. Uh, they're having their Christmas party this Saturday night, by the way, at the Dolby Leagues Club. 
Get down for your for your Wednesday, mostly sunny. Oh, don't get down for your Wednesday, but get down to the party. Your Wednesday forecast, mostly sunny day, top of 30, and the chance of a storm in the Arva, a low of 15 overnight. New Farm's products are formulated with the highest quality right here in Australia. New Farm, Australian through and through. Right, last blast. Uh, building a more resilient Queensland, that's the Suncorp spirit. Mate, how are you going with the book? I, I spoke to you a couple of weeks ago. You were buggered, oh, right? Mate, I, a father, I, son. I, Oh, can I just say to all our listeners out there um, that I didn't get to, I just, it got too much. It just, and it's not that I, and I couldn't not, it, it was a, a the, the book's got some heavy reading in it, you know, obviously. Um, and many people who'd read it came and saw me and they got me to sign their book and stuff. And, and I loved that. It was, it was really nice and I, I, I appreciate it. But everybody had their own story to tell me. And I was just, by the end oh, of the day, I was just right. wearing all this sort of stuff. And I just... It literally, it got to me a little bit too much. So I had to cancel the last week of the tour. Um, but I, I will say to everybody, I'm grateful for you, for you coming out, to, who, who came out and saw me. I'm grateful for all those that, that bought the book and the messages that I've received. Um, it's been it's it's been very heartwarming. So thank you. How's it going? Is it going well? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, we've yeah, sold good. thousands of books. That's good, so, mate. Um, but yeah, like I said, it's in all good bookstores. Great Christmas present. Yeah. And um, it's very personal, this book. Yeah, very. Because, mate, you very. T- when, when you talk about it, you don't look at me as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah And yeah. you always make eye contact. <laughs> yeah. And I'm grateful because I don't get to see the glitter on your upper lip. <laughs> right. But but can I – I just – mate, it, it took well, a lot for you to read this uh, – write this book, didn't it? It, it did. It did. It, it took um, 18 months to write um, and it took a lot of rewrites and going back over things and it was tough. Um, but I will say, like I've said before, it, it really helped me reconcile a lot of my life, um, a lot of – stuff that I really thought I didn't like that, that has actually turned me into the person I am. So mm. I'm grateful for that. That's um, good. And, yeah, I felt like it was like a big therapy session. That's know? good, mate. Um, but, yeah, look, I'm, I'm, I'm just overwhelmed by the messages that I get every day from people saying that they've read the book. You know, a couple of people said, oh, it's the best book I've ever read. I just responded with, is it the only book you ever read? <laughs> because surely they said, no, this is amazing. Couldn't put it down. A lot of that stuff. So, yeah, grateful. And, um, yeah, look, we're, we're wrapped with the way it's gone. Good on you, mate. I will be reading mine over the Christmas period. I've just finished my, la- my, my last John Grisham book. So that's done. Nice. Oh, man, I've got some John book. Grisham. That's crime, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, and political and stuff like oh, that. Yeah, so, you yeah, know, yeah. I, love all that, I love all that sort of Does stuff. Does it have pictures in it for you, Jace? Sorry, oh, this is Jack, by the way. Oh, right. Jack's the producer of the show. <laughs> oh, he's got a mic. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how. Well, he's our resident soccer expert. 5 a.m. tomorrow morning, Argentina versus Croatia. I'm praying to baby Jesus that Croatia belt Argentina. Why? Argentina. How can you not want Messi to ho- hoist that? Because he, he should have got a red card last game. First of all, he caught the ball. And then he, he basically took a bloke's legs off. Mate, it's called gamesmanship. A, it's too much of it. <laughs> Oh, there is. There is. I no, mean, I can't stand watching Argentina. I'm sorry. They cheat. Well, they mate, put, they, do, I'm, a, I'm a big Messi fan. I, I, I'm, I'm not sure how you feel about oh, this, mate, Jack. he's I, the goat. He, he's the he goat. deserves – for him to, to hold the World Cup aloft now would, 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 um, would be akin to Maradona holding it or Pelé holding it. Yep. You know, the, the great to the game. Uh, yeah, you know, no, I'm, I don't care. They knocked Australia out as well. Yeah. So they can get I, nicked. Oh, what a, wasn't that an amazing game, though? The Aussies yep. just showed that much spirit. And that arm, just that flailing arm from that goalie <laughs> stuck out, that last shot. I know. You just think, man, you take that shot 20 times, it probably goes in 15 of them.
Then again, the courage of an 18-year-old Grand Qual to take it, just to take the turn and then that's just have a job, crack. job, though, mate. Yeah, yeah I know, that's but not, not to crack under the pressure. Like, courage that's amazing. Is going, yeah, courage it, was, is, it was on target. That yeah. was great. Yeah. But it's not – courage is going to war and fighting on the front line. Kicking yeah. a ball, trying to kick a ball no, into no, a net is not courage. No, this, this is true, Jason. But, it's but his what, instinct. What, 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 yeah, well, it is. But that's been trained. The instinct's that's been right. trained. There are – Courage is going on bloody Survivor, mate, and oh, eating mung courage. beans. Mung That's beans courage. And rice for 35 <laughs> days straight. That's courage. Can I say, though, uh, you, you see it in That's AFL, right. right? Yeah. People in the moment, you, you, you'll say, oh, he's no good with his set shot because he's got to stand there and think about think it. Think about it. You know, like, mm. you, that, that, like to see Qual Harry, turn, Harry Kane. shoot. Oh, amazing. Yeah, Harry Kane, <laughs> last penalty shot. I, I was sitting there going, please go right. Like, don't go back there. He's going to go that He's gonna way. He's going to go there. You know, like. All right, we could talk about oh, this for years. Mate. Who I, wins? I, I love that game. I love that. Who France, wins? England Argentina game. or Croatia? I think Argentina or Croatia are going to make it so very difficult for them. Can you tell me how, what, like, I, I watched Argentina and I thought, you know, Australia against Denmark, mm. they didn't have a lot of ball. They capitalized on a couple of opportunities. Yep. When they played Argentina, it looked like they were, they were pressing. They were, you know. It looks like Argentina's defence isn't that great. Am I am I downplaying how good Australia's attack was? Australia or is Argentina's just, attack yeah. like is. Yeah, Australia were just vicious and putting that pressure on. They got to high press their defence right. because their defence is you know it's fine, but they rely on their attack. Yep. And what Croatia are very good at, which you saw against Brazil, is neutralising really high attacking teams by just being aggressive right. and dogged in defence. Well, Messi can score from the midfield. I know that. Okay, oh, yeah. go Croatia. Make sure you've got the right insurance this storm season. Search Suncorp Home Insurance for a quote today. And, of course, it'll be their second consecutive final, won't it? And they play France. Croatia, yep. yep. If they make it. In the 2018 FIFA World Cup. Croatia are a good side. They are. They're very the good. The French, hey, they just plot along, get the job done. They won't make the final either. I'll talk to you about that another day. <laughs> this is Sports Day. Thanks to the seven-seat Kia Sorento large SUV. We're out of here. Thanks, Maddie, for filling in. Pleasure, mate. Good day!